So welcome to the MLC podcast. I am here with the fabulous Kara Besco. <laughs> so Kara and I have known each other how long now? Oh my goodness. I have to think back to like what age, what, you know, was the last kid. Was it 2015? I, I think at the, yeah, at least. All right, we don't know how long we've known each other. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so a few years now, three, I think that's right, 2015. um, So funny enough, I had an intuitive moment doing a meditation in my... my little Avalon, my little gypsy trailer, it said, go to yoga, go to yoga, and I show up to the yoga studio you were working yes. in. And, and I should have even been there, happened to be. And I wasn't, yeah. I was going for a specific teacher, yes. and she wasn't even there that yes. day. So I was kind of like, why am I supposed to be here? Because yeah. my intuition was like, go to yoga. And we sat on the floor, and then what, two hours later, we were still in the same spot on the floor, like, <laughs> So, very happy to be here. So excited. Oh, my God. Yeah, It's a beautiful space, you guys, if you are ever in Trafford or it's worth the trip Aww, to come. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, what I wanted to talk to you about is, you know, many things, but yoga and mental health. Yes. And how yoga can be used as a tool, not the only tool, yes. but as a tool to help do you feel that yoga, or how do you feel about um, yoga as a tool with helping things kind of even out using Eastern and Western medicine plus yoga? Yes. Do you want to say? Yes. Okay. Do, absolutely. So, and we and I have had discussions about this several times that we think the yoga community in general (laughs) um, is doing a poor job at getting across what really yoga is from, what its roots are, how it's evolving. Um, We're not doing very well with, you know, being all encompassing about our diversity, you know, and who we're bringing to class, what races, what cultures. Two blonde Barbies. I know. (laughs) We can't have what we look like though, y'all. No, 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 no. We can't. But it's all, yoga community is also, I think, especially mainstream again, because there are, I don't want to discredit a lot of the teachers that I've learned from and some right. of the, you know, books and stuff that we do know right. that are doing their job, um, talking about how yoga can directly help um, mental health and be a mental health support system. I just think it's being done poorly, you know, in mainstream, and we, we could be doing a better job. Um, and that aside... You know, my own personal experiences with yoga helping with severe insomnia, um, severe manic depression that I was diagnosed with um, 15 years ago at this point. And, you know, I went to see my own therapist at the time and I said, look, for me, the, the spectrum is this big. Let's start here with you and move up. And if we have to do, you know, drugs, let's do the drugs. Um, and for me, I did, we didn't get there. We got about halfway through our psychotherapy treatment. I asked if I should take a yoga training that I had an interest. She said, run, don't walk. You know, so I've got my own personal experiences, but then I've got all these other experiences of 15 years worth of students. <clears throat> Some very regular students, a lot of regular private client students with different diagnosis or disorders. And um, you know, the language needs to change a bit too. Well, don't you think also, even if, so if someone goes undiagnosed and right. then has a major issue, but don't you think stress in people's lives can either bring on, you know, something that has been underlying or make it or yes. exacerbate it? Yes. So if we're talking about, you know, mental health, we have to talk about trauma and the umbrella term trauma can cover anything. Right. War, surgery, death, um, you know, depressed, depression, lethargy, eating disorders, and on and on. So our own stress and our own traumas manifest in all different sorts of ways. Right. So we've got to then start saying, how are we going to treat it? And it's not, you know, just with psychotherapy, just with meds. Stay on your meds if your meds are working. That's not right. what we're saying. Absolutely. And absolutely, you know, some people need meds. You know, I have somebody very close in my life who's on meds constantly, and they're a huge bridge you know, what, in what's happening um, neurologically. But also, it's there are no silver bullets. So you want to kind of, what I like to say, is throw the kitchen sink at it. You know, we don't want to just obsess in our mind, I am my diagnosis, I am my disorder, I am, you know, bipolar, I am depressed, you know, 
depressive. I, I do have, I have PTSD, which that can all be true, but it's also like our brains then learn right. that taking ownership of it. So I think we need to kind of maybe change, say let's, I'm navigating PTSD. I'm navigating bipolar. I think bipolar. how we talk about ourselves and, you know, we learn that in yoga and yes. also to to turn on your own internal healing, yes. we must begin with a positive mind. Yes. Having a, you know, a proper diagnosis and then also, I love what you said, navigating through it, yes. not becoming what you have been labeled and maybe it is accurate. Yes. But having that positive mindset plus also working with someone knowledgeable mm -hmm. and then using yoga as yes. a tool. Yes. Um, what do you think, as far as, I know you teach it at a lot of different places, mm -hmm. can you say a little bit about where do you think you can kind of get in and, and navigate? You know, sometimes people only have, maybe they can come one time a week. Yes. So in your yoga class, or what do you think is important in yoga class, and can you direct people that are looking for a yoga class or teacher yes. and what should they you know we're, I know you're as the same as me as you're happy with however anyone gets in yes. to a yoga studio yes. but what can people because you know and we'll get into this a little bit later what the media portrays and you and I work very hard yes. on trying to offer a class that is you know, both mentally stimulating, stress reducing, and also we do want to, you know, work the body. Yes. So what could you offer um, where people can go or what should they look for or what questions could they ask of their teacher? Because as you and I laugh about, everybody's a yoga teacher everybody's and we're not, a yoga teacher. We're not down with <laughs> it. Yeah. But, more yoga, the better. Yes. But yeah. Um, your teacher is out there. If you've not found your teacher yet, he or she exists. Um, some people, and I love that you brought it up, some people don't want to be in a studio, aren't ready to be in a studio. You know, when I went through my own trauma, I luckily had somebody within my community that was able to come to my house, do EMDR therapy, which you can Google on your own, EMDR therapy. Highly recommend it. Again, no silver bullets. So right. even though we're using this term yoga, because you know, that's one of the things that we identify right. with and as. EMDR works, you know, um, somatic movement works, massage therapy works, Reiki works, all these different things really work. Our, you know, we can't just, again, talk and talk and talk about it. It's about movement. Starting at home with your own intuitive movement is great. You know, we're holding our entire stories, our ancestral stories even, Absolutely. in our bodies Absolutely. for better or worse. But do we have to carry that around? No. Do we have to feel that all the time? No. So I would say first, you know, look at um, what our conscious and unconscious habits are. Like you and I, right now we're speaking English. It's an unconscious habit. Like we can't, we're, just, we're not consciously speaking English because we can speak <laughs> French and, you know, it's hard. Right. Yeah, like right. we can't switch over to that. Right. So some unconscious habits are okay and have, you know, importance. Um, and the others are not, which we touched on a little bit, just of how we're talking about ourselves and talking to ourselves. Right. If you can't get to a yoga class, excuse my reach for a moment, I mm -hmm. brought two things because, Yay. yeah, so important. Materials. The body keeps score. And this is very well known in, like, the therapy world, trauma therapy world, uh, awesome. world by Bessel van der Kolk. Um, sometimes treatments can be controversial. I'm no expert. Even the experts are no experts. So, you know, take everything. Everybody is different. And maybe what works for one person, so keep that in mind, may yes. not work for Absolutely. another. Yeah, there's no one book. There's no one way. Um, healing, Walking the Tiger Healing Trauma by Peter Levine, incredible. Um, online, you know, uh, Instagram, Molly Boder Harris, you can easily find, you can probably, I'll put this stuff up my oh, Instagram great, and maybe great. Yeah, we'll both, we'll both tag these. Um, anything that has to do with Michael Stone teaching, which sadly he has passed due to his own struggles with mental health and mental illness, and oh, you can, uh, you know, awesome. check that out yourself, yes. But that was my last training. It was, I did a six-week online course with um, Michael Stone and Molly Butter Harris. Oh my gosh, and that was just when? Right when um, my youngest was born, so a year oh, ago. I, okay, I, I, I remember, right here, I remember you, know? you doing that. Yeah. Was that locally? Uh, no, they were doing it from Oregon, I believe. I was so, did you drop it all on the podcast? All online, okay. and then oh, we wonderful. would do, um, 
we would do, we would meet in the interwebs and do the phone conversations. Well, that's an amazing that thing yeah. because there are so many things out there. Yes. So not only can you do private yoga in your home, yes. but Kara, you also do Skype. Yes. And I do that as well with intuitive healing yes. and work. So if you feel inclined, you know, I'll have all of your information okay, and we will, um, but you, you know, I have always respected you as a teacher and I, I love what you offer and you, we've always been on the same page with, right back to you, yes. With what we have wanted, regardless of how we look yes. at our this. <laughs> you know, and you know, we've definitely been um, stereotyped yes. being the way we look. So we've actually seen a little bit of ridiculousness and yes. have been treated like, you know, we couldn't possibly know what we're talking right, about or right. whatever. You know, we... You know, but we do like to we be know cute. some things. But we <laughs> do know some things. But we do like to be cute. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want and still be cute. Right, <laughs> right. So, okay, so that's great. So, um, I love. I will definitely want to check check out the books that you've recommended. But can you talk about? Um, what yoga did for you when I know you said you went um, and did your yoga training. And that's one thing that I offer with my training is I say, even if you don't ever want to teach, right. you know, and maybe it's something that you want to do for your family or those in your family, yoga training, not all are created equal and I'm not plugging my own. I'm just saying, it's make sure you do right your yes. research and what you're looking for. So if you're looking for more, um, energy, body work, intuition, there are trainings like that. If you're looking, if you enjoy a very strong um, practice, there are trainings for that. And then there are lots of things that kind of hit, you know, kind of touch base on many things. And you did a training, yours was a Hatha training? Uh, my initial first training 15 Mm -hmm. years ago was, was, yes, a very like classical traditional Hatha yoga training. 10-month intensive, however, and um, Donna Dyer is not here anymore in Pittsburgh, which is in Florida or something. I think so. Was the yoga, uh, yoga home out in Steubenville up until mm-hmm. a couple years ago. She brought in everybody. She brought in people to talk about diet, nutrition, Ayurveda, Sanskrit. Um, at one point, a couple of us got pissed off and said, well, that doesn't make any sense either. And she said, that's exactly it. I want you to question everybody. We went that's to different so yoga trainings around the city, different workshops, and and I think that's so great because maybe you can settle on a training, but I think having a little bit of uh, maybe somebody else coming in, I, I, I really like that yes. um, to kind of get a different, you know, and I'm also in my training, I'm the only teacher, but I also encourage people, I don't believe in just one type of yoga right. because I think, first of all, if you're practicing you may, one may work for you for a while, yes. but then you might need to add something else to balance out. Maybe, you know, I love vinyasa, but I really respond well to yin. Yes. And then a lot of intuitive work. And then you, you said about doing your practice, it doesn't have to be going through a yoga practice like you would go to a studio. No. Talk about your personal practice. My own were. personal practice is ridiculous. It's me hiding in the bathroom, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> taking a minute of deep breathing. One thing, because I like to give people tools, is you know sometimes we just talk, 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 and I'm like, but how, what? Yes. So let's keep weaving that yes. in. One thing that is super huge is not just a deep breath. You know, we, we don't have a nervous system. We are a nervous system. Absolutely. So we can deeply inhale, 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 and at the top of the inhale, there will be a pause. And whatever your body can handle, you know, one second, two second, three second pause, it stops kind of everything and it kind of lands you right down in deeper. So you're not just caught up here, not just caught here. Um, And then you would exhale, 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 and also the end of the exhale have a pause. So I do that a lot when I'm driving because I love, like, I kind of like road rage and I love swearing. You know what I'm like? What are you doing? What is he doing? I'm walking here. I love it. Yeah. But there are times where I'm like, wow, I'm like really caught up in my body and like my hands are too. So I do that. It's a really helpful um, 
for acute anxiety, acute panic attack trick tool. And don't you think too, so here we are, we're yoga teachers and we try and create a balance in our life, but many times our lives are not balanced. And sometimes we need as teachers, so this is super important, to take time off. Or if you need a break or something stressful is going on in your life, like a death or, you know, whatever, your, 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 your children are sick or whatever. Make sure your yoga teacher actually does self care. Yes. And that's a huge thing because if they are not doing that, you know, people are coming and they are so, they almost have no energy when they're coming into a classroom situation. Your teacher needs to be doing self care. And then also it's okay. We are human. Now, that's not an excuse because I know a lot of yoga teachers that use it as an excuse. Right, right. So can't, don't use it as an excuse, but being human and letting it go and yelling and, you know, I mean, try not to abuse your family and yes. friends, yes. but letting go at times, you know, in your yeah. car, give yourself that yeah. where you're not beating yourself up constantly to try and look that you're in this like perfect little no. package. There can be a, there is such a thing as excessive mindfulness. Too. Right, absolutely. It doesn't, you know, yeah, you can't don't get trapped. I in think that's what happens when those gurus go awry. Whole <laughs> other podcast. Yeah, yes. we don't have time for that. Yes. <laughs> well, and what's happening too? Like we're talking about everyday life and stresses. So you know, we're talking about trauma, and this world is trauma. Look what the hell is going on around us. So Absolutely. we've all got some level of PTSD, some level of trauma that we're dealing with. Absolutely. And our deep reptilian brain, okay, when, when trauma is a wound, it's just like a scratch on you or a broken arm, right. meaning it's not just an event, a thing that happened. It is a wound that we need to heal. So when things happen in the moment, you're very acutely, we're going to freeze, we're going to fight, we're going to flight. Right. You will lay down, you will play dead, you will physically fight, verbally fight, um, or, or you will, yeah, you will, you will freeze or you will run. Or your brain kicks into overdrive and the trauma doesn't come until, until a little bit later. Yes. The limbic system essentially goes offline. It really does. And you cannot, back to EMDR and to hear a Tucker, oh my goodness, I was going to say, <laughs> give her a shout yeah. out. Yes. And I'll you put mean. her info on there too later. Yes. But back to something like EMDR, it kind of, it will give you an end to whatever happened, whatever wound that is still there, whatever event that happened, it will give you an end. It's a brain thing. Otherwise we're going to keep reacting from fight, flight, or freeze, which is great. Shit. We're going to get hit by a car. We're going to get robbed. We're going to get bit by a dog. We need that, but we don't need it in everyday life. But exactly, you know, there, when you get into that mindset and if you do not deal with the energy, so Say this was something that happened to you mentally and not a physical trauma. If we don't deal with it, and that's not saying mulling it over, and I'm not talking about therapy. I'm saying, you know, just getting kind of held in the energy. But if we if we just tuck it behind us, it will come back up. Absolutely. And worse. And, and it will manifest then as physical or lethargy, whatever. Yes. And or create disease in your body. Oh Absolutely. Yes. So, um, if someone is in deep trauma, could you give an offer, a suggestion? Do you think they, if so, say maybe they only can make it to a yoga class, what type of yoga class would you suggest? Because, you know, yin poses, where yes. you're holding poses for a long time, if someone is really going over the motions in their mind, would that be where they would start or would they do something with a little bit of combination so that they could be moving their body? Because, you know, sometimes when someone is so stressed like that, they might need to move a little bit more. Or what do you think? I mean, I feel like if you connect with your teacher beforehand, because that's probably a part of the worry and anxiety of of not showing up to our first class somewhere, is that we don't know the teacher, like you just said. So you know, get out your email or phone call or, you know, direct message on Instagram to the teacher. And I, I would say just feel okay, maybe even vulnerable in the moment of being honest and saying, you know, hey, is this a good class that I could come to? I've been through some stuff. You don't have to, to get Play specific. it all out on the lines. Yes. But I would look for words like that, like yin or beginner or all levels. Um, 
you know, I try, and you do this too, I love to start a class that's very slow. Mm-hmm. We have a slow bill, we, so we're yep. like secret moving, secret strengthening, and then we have this slow wind and melt down. So we're, we're not leaving anybody like up here right. in this big flow energetic thing. Right, we're, we're not going for 45 minutes no. flowing, you know, no. we're starting out slow, moving yes. the body, kind of getting the heart rate up, yes. working into some deeper poses, and then coming down and then ending slow, which yes. is a nice balance. So you might want to look for a practice that has a little bit of both. Yes. And thankfully, the doctors, um, especially in the Pittsburgh area, are recommending yoga. Ask your doctor. Ask your therapist. Absolutely. Some of them even offer it with their, within different wellness centers and whatnot. Absolutely. Again, that is one thing that I have been so happy about is the people that come through the door here at the Yoga Deck and they're saying... My doctor yes. and my students in an all-levels so class fun. are from 13 to well into their 70s and sometimes into their 80s, right. all in yes. one group. Yes. And that warms my heart. Yes. You know, we've got all different types of yogis in here. So yes. in an all-level class, make sure it's all levels. Yes. Make sure the teacher is offering, if someone is more on the beginner's end, they'll say, you can start here. Yeah. And then if someone is more on the all levels or, you know, maybe have been practicing for a while, they are knowing what to do. Or you can just say, if you are, um, if you feel comfortable moving into this pose, you can go there, the language. So you definitely want, if I would say, if you're, if you've had recently had, um, a trauma to make sure you have a conversation. Yes. And also, especially, I, I only speak for myself, and I know I can speak for you, and I Absolutely. have a couple other girls in the community yeah. that I can point people to, but it's we are never going to blink twice for even a moment if somebody just comes to yoga to lie down the entire bloody time. The entire right. time. Right. We don't we we always it all. say, if you just breathe, just breathe. We are happy. Be on your mat. Be in your body. Try. We have sometimes a different studio, sandbags, we have blocks in every studio, we have blankets. We know that weighting the body is a really nice somatic safety you know, experience. So come and expect nothing and just be open to you know, receiving some sort of direction, some sort of healing. And I never hear anybody, myself included, say, I never should have fucking came to you. <laughs> right. And you know I what? shouldn't have come. I remember when happens. I was doing my teacher training, and I did a vinyasa training at uh, Yoga Flow in Pittsburgh. And I remember my teacher, you know, the owner, Dominique, come into the back of the studio. Like, she would kind of slip in for her. And I would watch her, and she would pretty much modify the whole practice or do right. whatever she needed to do. And I was still in that stage of my practice where I wanted to just try everything. And that's okay. Yes. I'm not downing yes. that. Yes. But I remember thinking, wow, she is so confident yes. in just sinking, listening to, her body. listening to her body. So that's something that I always say um, to my students, please, you will make me so happy if I see you modifying. Yes. If I know that if we've talked and I know there's something going on with you and if I see you modify what I'm teaching, I mean, my heart skips a beat because I get so happy when they are listening to their body and I'm constantly saying that or when I'm teaching, maybe the pose calls for arms up in the air. I modify with my hands and then I say, if you're having heaviness in your shoulder or if you sit all day at your desk, you might want to draw your hands to your heart. So you can always kick your practice up or back it down yes. every day every on the mat. It's different. Yes, every, every time. time. And important to know too, um, I don't adjust anymore at all, ever. Me neither. <laughs> and or, you Me know, if neither. I do, I'll say a um, description at the end. I say you might feel, you know, hand your shoulders at the end or something. But right. I'm more keeping that adjustment to like an isolated workshop where people come and know. Right. So come and expect, you know, that. I feel uh, like we both, ever since we did um, pop-up yoga yes. in Pittsburgh together, 
at the end of our classes, we went around yes. and worked within the energy body, sometimes over the body. Which they loved, but it was a lot for us. <laughs> Absolutely. When we're, yes. you know, trying to get around to 40 yes. plus people, yes. which was so amazing. But yeah. yes, you know, we got around to everybody and did gentle touch. Yes. And what was amazing is that how people responded and yes. came up to both of us in class and said, when you put your hands on, I could feel this yes. energy. That I felt calm, or I felt yes. warm, or I was feeling it tight. It wasn't about revolving somebody's no. spine into a position no. that shouldn't be. No. You should never be injured in a class. Always Absolutely. speak up if you're feeling something's wrong, because it is. Stay within your pain-free range of motion. Absolutely. And, and you can always tell the teacher, I don't like adjustments. And, and nobody should like that. I know a lot of studios now have some sort of little um, card yes. or something if they don't want adjusted. Yes. So the best thing that you can do is talk to your yoga teacher. Yes. And when, when they, your yoga teacher should be available to speak to you. Now granted. Yeah. A couple uh, minutes. <laughs> a couple minutes. Yeah. So because everybody has yeah. things going on, but you need to let them know, mm -hmm. you know, you pulled your back out, you're here because mm -hmm. you want to do some movement. So if, if you do like to be adjusted, make sure you let them know. Yes, have a conversation. And but I, I'm with you, mm -hmm. my sister. I'm going to check the thing real quick. Yeah, you should have one person or one million people. Yes. And there might be a question. We're doing too. a little Instagram live with our um, podcast. And my mom was on here. Hi, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through. Oh, there's okay. a fair amount, but there's no questions. So that's okay. good. And we're, I think we're still going, so I don't have to get up yeah. again. How's your tea? Can I pour you some more? Yes, please. It is delicious. Um, I'm trying to think too. I might just talk for a moment as you're worrying no, sure. about my own background and training. Yes. So it started out with Donna Dyer with Hatha Yoga, the 200-hour RYT. And for God's sakes, I'm well beyond the 500, 600-hour. Oh I, did, I did a lot of um, uh, body-mind centering work, which is a lot of somatic work, a lot of deep stuff that is really kind of even maddening when you're learning it. And it's like deep, dark waters. It's very hard. It's very heady. It's very yes. anatomy-based. However, BMC can be really beautiful because it gets to the, like the deep architecture of the body where you're not just, we were taught we could only move from our muscles and our bones, and that's absolutely not true. You know, being your classes are always energy-based. You can move from your energy. You can move from your spirit. You can move from your lungs. So, you know, in body-mind centering, we talk about the soul of the kidneys, the soul of the lungs, the soul of the intestines and whatnot. So that is some of my training. Um, Lisa Clark is a name that you can Google, who I've learned a lot from, who doesn't live in the Pittsburgh area oh, anymore. We but lost her. I know, but she <laughs> travels the world training. So does Mark C. Taylor. Is still Pittsburgh based and he is still taking clients and he does a training once a year in Pittsburgh that I highly recommend and he takes um, payment increments. Oh. And yes. he and what is his training? Um, he's a body mind centering. I would you know did you dare call them him? both masters at this point? Yes, I mean he together? changed my life. I've yeah I've worked a long time together because they're both for, um, of the school of Bonnie Bainbridge Cohen. Okay, um, who's still teaching at eighty something? I went to her workshop in Pittsburgh a couple years ago incredible so just more names that you could look up you know yourself if you're especially if you're feeling if you've got something going on right now and you're feeling you're not being fully helped by your therapist or whatever you're doing you know currently and we both do skype sessions like you said skype is cheap skype is from the safety of your own home right it could be 20 minutes i was shocked at how well that it worked i thought this is going to go to hell in the handbasket i've even done you know uh tea leaf reading yes and it works and it works and you know of course if you you know everything is energy you yes. know there's distance healing with reiki yes. and energy work so i have um found a lot you know people really enjoy it so yes. if you feel connected to kara you know, I will definitely have her information. And Kara is not in the Facebook world, which I was not either for a long time. But I can't. I know. <laughs> I can't. Mark Zuckerberg, we love for you. For my guys. mental health. <laughs> <laughs> but since I have a studio, you know, I really went back and forth because that's a little, we maybe talk about yeah. the yoga world in a second. But I shut down my all of my social media except for Instagram because... I did not want to be a part of this competition BS, and so I shut my Facebook, my Twitter, even my LinkedIn, which is more of a business thing, because I felt so 
raped. Yes. Of my, yes. I'm sorry, that's a, you know, that's a heavy word, but I did I my, yeah. and it's not that I was like, oh, people are copying me, but I was teaching, you know, I have a sub yoga business. So I uh, was teaching outside a lot and I never wanted to kind of come into the studio setting because it, not all, but it can be within studios. It's very catty and yes. within actually internally in a studio, you know, it can be very, and it's not supposed to be, no, we are supposed yes. to be raising each other up and supporting each other, especially women, because yes. we have enough issues yes. tearing us down yes. in the patriarchy and, and everything yes. going on that way. So do you want to talk a little bit about your frustration with Social I media. I the gram every day. <laughs> I know. And we love the gram. I know. But I love the parts what's of the going gram. on out there with flexibility and people yes. that are very flexible, yes. and I'm not downing that. I'm saying you have to, even if you've been practicing for a really long time, you have to find your way into a studio or to a private lesson with a teacher because you need to keep your spine yes. safe. Yes. So, well, and that's a, the beauty too of a private session. Mm -hmm. um, even if you can only justify one time, I know that I work on a sliding scale. Being 15 years into the game though, my, my base rate is now more where it should be. So, you know, yes. I, I used to go low and I was like, you know what? No, I did at too. this point, yeah, I do have When a, you have a family and you have other things going yes. on, you can't say yes to everything, yes. so. But if you can justify one, I mean, that's where I've learned a lot. My one-on-ones, my workshops, one, and then you're like, wow, this is my body. This is and then how you, it feels. This is what happened. you may want to choose to not go buy a new purse and maybe do a Correct. few more or like yes. a couple times a year do Correct. a private yoga session. And yeah, and just as far as your social media and mental health, and you know, especially if you're following, like I'm a business accountant, I only try and follow students, close friends, family. Mm -hmm because the rest is just a lot of noise, it's too much. Even if it's, you know, not, it's not necessarily bad, it, no. it's just too much. Yeah. Um, just be careful what you look at and how much you look at it and don't have your notifications on and, you know, we'll keep this up and if you missed it right now, you look at it later and whatnot. And again, we're not experts on anything, just giving our little bit of sense within the world and what we've we're learned. experts on friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Evolving friendships. Yes. But, um, yeah, Instagram can be a great tool. I'm, I'm still learning actually a lot from Instagram and I'm just learning how to use it better and how to edit and what to look at and whatnot and not dealing with the imagery. Like we were just talking about, a lot of these people on the cover of yoga magazines and, and who have the millions of followers on Instagram are ex-Olympians, are ex-athletes, are ex-circus. And or they just got a really sweet sponsor deal at some point and they happen to be this bendy, flexible person, which is fine. But I feel like we're just, we're losing the bigger conversation that is yoga. And the fact that it came from Indian men who wanted to sit in meditation longer. Absolute, where are the dang men? Where are the Indians? You know, where where are they at this point? So it's like, let's work at looking at where it came from and where we can go with and it better. And that's what I start my training with. Yes. The eight limbs of yoga. And, you know, they can, you know, I don't want to say they can't sit, sit in the training, but it's hard to just sit there and go over, you know, how you should, I don't want to say how you should live your life because I'm, I'm not, everybody can make their own choices, right. but living within your truth, yes. being content with where your life is right now and yes. knowing and then surrendering to, you know, a trauma or the voice. Yes. We are, it's, it's, if we don't sit in the darkness, those kind of deep moments, how can we ever kind of rise above it and yes. and shine? You know, if we show just up keep, to the party. If we yeah. keep pushing it behind us, that's when those things yeah. get really deep in there that you know can kind of move forward yeah. and and cause something more serious. And too, we're talking about maintenance. This whole conversation, really, mm -hmm. maintenance, because even though there is probably a large group of us in humanity who yes have some past trauma, present trauma. Maybe you're somebody who hasn't been through that much, but let me tell you, I was going to say you don't and, want to. And but everybody has had their trauma. It's true, and you and don't. And there are different degrees, and you don't want to minimize no. someone's. No. 
And you also, you know, that's the thing with the social media. You know, remember everyone. Yeah. It's a it's it's a it's a one second of a picture. Right. You know, most of the time, I mean now videos and things are getting longer, but most of the time you're not seeing what it takes to get there. Yes. And then it's the highlight reel. And we also know injuries. Yes. That's what I worry about. If you don't ever show up to a studio, and I'm not trying to plug studios, I'm saying find a teacher. Because you're trying, you may be doing something that is well beyond your skill level, and people are really getting hurt. And so you and I are always, you know, like we were talking about adjusting. We, I never, even if my best friend came in here and we didn't, we weren't able to talk. And I think, well, I know her, and I know her practice, and I went over to adjust her, and I, you know, hurt her. You know, first of all, I feel so bad. But we don't really know, even if we think we know someone. And how they're feeling in that moment. Right. Yeah, we are every day is different. We, yeah, we are different every moment of every day. Your practice yesterday doesn't have to look like your practice today and tomorrow. You were asking about my own practice before. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just a minute's worth of breathing. A lot. Legs up, people. Legs up. Legs up the wall. Legs up the wall. <laughs> legs up the couch. I do legs up the couch with my baby on my face screaming, you know, if I have to. It's... It's medicinal. Re- reverse the flow of, of blood, of lymph. I, I had a great um, analogy at some point from somebody somewhere talking about a ketchup bottle. So what's the first thing you do with a ketchup bottle when you bring it out? Shake, Shake it. that shit. Because <laughs> if you look at it, it's disgusting. Yeah. Everything's separate. Like you would never, especially as a Pittsburgh and a you know, lifelong Heinz user, user ever look at it and just immediately squirt it on your hot dog. What happens? <laughs> Watery, yeah. stagnation, goo, things yeah. don't even look like ketchup. Things are like crusted over. So you shake it. Same with the body. Shake it. Move it. Turn it upside down. You're going to release stagnation. Get in touch more with what is dormant in there. You know, we're essentially putting parts of our body to sleep. It's something that I learned from Michael Stone when we get in our habits. So even me sitting here, I've changed a couple times. Yes, absolutely. I've changed how my foot is positioned when I drive because I was experiencing deep hip pain up until a couple weeks ago. And it's like... Just change all of your habits, physically, mentally, great things. Right. So, you know, when you're in a yoga class, modify. You know, if you sit at a computer all day long, you're going to want to do some things for your wrists. You know, maybe um, bending the hands back or whatever, or the opposite way of, you know, when you're in down dog. And so these traditional things... You know, counteract them. So your home practice could just be legs up the wall, doing some energy circles seated, you know, maybe going over there. And YouTube is a great place. Like search a gentle yoga class or some breath work and do some music. Fade away music to help with your sleeping, your mentally um, feeling balanced, theta wave Huge, huge, huge. <laughs> People don't realize it's half the reason why I feel good leaving leaving my class. You know, I'm not some like secret weapon. They're like, yeah. like I've been playing yes, fade away music. <laughs> the sound healing helps too. So oh, that's part, you know I bring people whenever I can. Yeah. So you want to talk a little bit? Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about music. I feel like we're pretty traditional on our music. Yes. The flutes, the theta, the you flute know. It drives me mad. In a, in a, it's too much. It can be right in yeah. the background, but yes, yes, I know what you mean. Gentle, yes. gentle. Like gong sort of. Yes. <laughs> we say yoga ish. Yoga ish. Yes. Music. So, and I'm not downing fun classes with, you right. know, uh, Vino and Vinyasa. We, we like glass of wine. You right. Know? right. So, um, but I, I feel like people, need, people have, are so. They're just constantly being bombarded with being connected so much with everything that electronics Electronics are electricity. Electricity is in our brain, in our heart, in our gut. If we are listening to like boom, 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 all day long, whatever, you know, metal, rap, whatever it is, which we all are going to listen to all that sometimes, but if it's constant, your gut is holding, your heart is racing more, your brain is racing more. It's a fact. So why people respond to sound healing so immediately and so deeply, Brooke Smokeland is 
fantastic. Does sound baths all over Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, also in the gram. And yeah, and she's also on Facebook too. Oh, and yes, she, she is. She shares her chakra yoga practice. Yes. And um, sometimes incorporates the singing bowls. Yes. So that's really amazing. And there's a lot of amazing videos um, on YouTube with singing bowls. Yes. So it's a pure tone. We don't ever get to hear it. We're, right. we're hearing everything digitized. Um, sound healing, same as you know the music we're gonna always listen to in the car or out the club. It's fine. It's gonna make us laugh, dance, cry, heal. There's a healing aspect to heal. it. Yeah. yeah, but the the pure tone from the earth. Once you're dealing with crystal from the earth, absolutely, we don't hear it anywhere else. The second I start playing it, people are like, "What is that?" Or they're crying, or they're just so happy, or they're get really soft and released for the first time, maybe all month. Like what is that? And people are always apologizing. I'm right. so sorry. Right. I'm crying. No. Did you hear yeah. me back there? I was, and I said no. I thank you. I'm, that makes me yes. feel like I've provided yes. a safe space yes. for someone to be able to release. And we're and never going to call you out on it never. unless there's a safety issue and we know how to handle yes, that. So and we, we may we'll call someone else to come in, <laughs> as I did with you that yeah. one time. It was great. Tanya, I need you. Yeah. So, yes. So, don't be afraid to yeah. allow your body to feel, especially in yoga. Yeah. Because that is, you know, we are all, I mean, we're here. We're all in the arena together. Absolutely. Getting our asses kicked. That's right. And we ain't going to budge or blink at a tear. Right. Or a fart. Or <laughs> yes. you have a cough. It happens. And, yeah, we don't care. We don't. We keep it moving. Yeah. I'm not easily distracted at this point. Yeah. Um, so um, we talked about social media. We talked about trauma, um, finding your teacher. Uh, did you want to say anything about, um, talked about your personal practice? Did you, is there anything that we, that you didn't get to say about trauma? Probably. I, yeah. <laughs> we could talk about and, that for three hours. Yeah, in the moment we turned off and when I'm driving home. Um, I think I touched on the important things, maybe just like in closing for that part. We are, we have the ability to heal from anything. Absolutely. No matter how complex, um, and again, there's no silver bullet, you know, find your way, reach out. There's even therapy that you can do over the phone that are free, you know, crisis hotlines and whatnot. This is also another place you can start. Um, find somebody that you resonate with. Don't feel, don't feel bad about hanging up and saying, I'm going to call back tomorrow, and, you know, ask for someone else. But, um, yeah, there's, there's healing's not linear step backs or normal and part of the process um uh let's headspace see. app Ooh. for all you people who just want to be trapped in your phone world use the headspace app i recommend it I to clients all the time yeah very easy this Brit british meditation teacher has oh, a soothing way like google him it. i didn't want to recommend him if he wasn't an actual teacher just yeah. that was being like now feel your yes. it's like have you really have you really do you even yoga <laughs> do you even meditate and yes he does and it's very user friendly free something that, you could do right now so that's so great let's talk a little bit about intuition you know that's um one of the main things that i talk about i try and talk about with each person so Tell me, um, when you started your journey with yoga and your training, how, how did you, or where were you on with your intuition? Do you, do you feel that yoga helped you uh, tune in more to your, (laughs) no, it's all good. Yes. Tune in more to your intuitive side and. You know, whenever we don't want to uh, learn that lesson or where we're ignoring, yes. you know, do you have a story you want to share or something that maybe you walked away from intuitively and then you kind of, your practice kind of brought you back? Yes. Um, I, I feel like even as a little kid and teenager, I was always a little, I was always pretty open to like being able to judge a situation or a person, you know, or, or thing like on their energy, how I felt, like kind of like what should I gravitate toward? What should I contract backwards from? We talk right. about that a lot in yoga. Right. What are we expanding toward? Who, what are we expanding toward? Who, what are we contracting away from? But I lost it 
and I think that was probably um, during my first bout, bout of depression, postpartum depression. And you know, I had started kids very young when I was 21, so everything shifts. And it wasn't until I started that training, probably when I was about 24, 25, with my second son, who I also had postpartum depression with, but I recognized it right away, I grabbed it, went to the therapist, went to the yoga training. But um, yeah, the yoga training definitely cultivated it, only because it's something we all already have. Absolutely. But now you're forced to pay attention to it. Right. There ain't nowhere to hide in a yoga training. That's what nowhere. I tell people when people from um, want to do my training. I ask them, yeah. how is your marriage? Yes. How are your... Because I want it's them to realize that when you go on that journey, it brings things up. It brings your truth yes. right into your face yes. and says, now what do you think? Yes. And it really strips you down, yes. makes you surrender. And then I feel like it turns that light back on. Yes, it absolutely does. And, and then you're not as scared of it, no matter what direction it's going to take you. And it just kind of... And I also feel being in a yoga training and then you're, you're coming back to your intuitiveness because it kind of hit me <laughs> yes. like a ton of bricks. Like yes. when I decided to do my training and I've been intuitive and since I was a little, uh, really little. Right. And I mean, I'm sure you were as well. You just, you know, um, said when you were a little bit older, but um, I was afraid of a lot of things that I oh, was sure. experiencing, but then the more we try and push those things down, yes. I feel like then we start having situations in our life that aren't working out and yes. I can just go down the line when I wasn't willing to honor my light and my intuition and I kind of just pinballed, yes. you know, to different things. And whenever I went to my training and my intuition was just like there's no place to hide. No place to hide, and then you can cultivate it as much as you want. Yeah. You kind of learn, you know, what to let in and out. You know. Well, better. how would you say now? Do you regulate your intuition? Is a breath practice that you work with, or do you just not ignore it? At you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because there's yeah. times where we can just say, okay, I hear you, but right. you know what I mean, right? Um, I listen How do you to it always and, and daily and I have my own sort of um, prayer like that I do like you know yoga to me is prayer yoga Absolutely. is body prayer me to too. me but I will you know I, I have to be careful on who's also the others energy around me who I take on what how much I give so I say that at the end of every yoga class that I teach you know when we bring our hands up and when we bring our hands back here I said you know that is where your practice lies deep breath lies nobody can take it from you unless you allow it and give it so yeah even when it's when I know something deep down that maybe I'm doing wrong or should do differently like I choose to not ignore it I might press pause and like stray a little bit but I'm still going to be there you know when I well we also (laughs) we've talked about you know and you know we love yoga but sometimes you and I are pretty both pretty sensitive yes and we are so energy uh, what do I want to say? How do I want to Susceptible say? Susceptible or vulnerable? Or? Yes, we're energy vulnerable. So a lot of times, you and I, and it's not that we're hiding, but we may sometimes shy away from big group yoga things and yes, um, situations like that because we know we're how about the word vulnerable? Yes. we're vulnerable, and we have a very small circle. You and yes. I both. And let's talk a little bit about energy and how, you know, so I talk about that in my classes, side body energy, you know, energy that we can't control at our workplace. And why do we bring our hands forward? We're kind of moving into that energy we can't and then re and balancing it. So do you have a practice you know, I do, and now I understand where you're going with it. Because we, yeah, we're not only susceptible to our own experiences, traumas, triumphs, but everybody else is around us. Right. Family, strangers. Right. And I noticed in my notes, and I was looking over a couple of things um, before we started, that I had written what I do before every yoga class because I have to, because I would be a really shitty yoga teacher if I didn't. Um, I just get grounded. Sometimes that's just 
doing, I have some kundalini training background. Sometimes that's just saying the Aung Namo, Guru Dev Namo, just because it means I'm kind of dropping down in, not in the past anymore, I'm not in the future. I'm in my body, I'm protected, I'm safe. Sometimes I will say things like, all that is God, you know, just be with me. And I am open to receiving and open to giving, but there is no depletion. There can be no depletion in either direction. I'm not going to give too much, and I'm not going to take too much of anything else that's going on. I tell people in my training, uh, equal positive energy exchanges. Yes. Yes. So if you set the intention, so if you are in a more crowded, crowded situation, set the intention to only exchange positive yes. energy, those you you'll even notice that people that may have engaged with you before that maybe you didn't resonate with will kind of be lying away from you. <laughs> right. And don't be offended. No. It's, nothing's you. personal. <laughs> nothing's you personal. You know, and yeah. so that's great because you know you're yeah. not vibrating right. together. And uh, something else that I say, you know, with a lot of with uh, students that go through my training is raise your vibrations. If something, if you are having an issue with someone, something negative in you is vibrating with something negative yes. in them. So if you yourself raise your own vibrations by breath work and come and going inward, then you're not better than them. You're just not uh, vibrating with them. Right. And it can be as simple as it doesn't have to be anything to Sanskrit. It doesn't have to be anything ancient. Yes, it absolutely. can be. I am here. I am okay. I am safe. I am absolutely. healing. Very, Very simple. simple. Very. <laughs> Open the window <laughs> now that the water. Yo me, yo me something. <laughs> now that the weather has you know really shifted, do your saging too before a class oh. began or in your house. I mean, I sage every day. Yeah. I feel like I sage almost every and day. And also. Uh, talking about energy, reset your body's energy by walking on the earth. Yes. This Bare is not, feet in the grass. This is not hippy yes. dippy shit. No. This is for real. It's science. Science. That's the electricity. The earth can take it, pull it out. We need to dispel it. And then just set the intention and say, I'm grounding myself. If you're feeling not yourself, you can, you know, ground by just um, yes. taking your shoes off. And Also a huge um, anxiety tool that's happening acute is noticing five things around you like you you know these are my feet these are my feet in the grass there's a tree there's the field there's a flower I can feel my breath and then lay down on it yeah you can you know the point is it's like sometimes these things happen at work or you know wherever you can't you know be in this ideal environment but you you always God willing you know have your mental faculties enough in most instances to say to yourself I feel my feet, give yourself some pressure, you know, I feel my bones, I feel my fingertips, I'm connecting right brain, left brain. Which is so simple, and and people are not doing it, and everybody's so connected, you know, with our phones and our Holding the phone is not the same as holding this. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, is... I want to get to a little minute meditation with you. Okay. So is there anything? We're almost we're about 10 minutes for our so. meditation. My leggings are making me so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm boiling from right. the tea. Look, so I'm like, I know, I need you to break apart your chair. And me with the Do you like to sit in the chair? No, I'm good, I'm good. But I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I changed my position now that yes. you said that. I sure can. Because I want feet flat on the yes. ground. Yes. So great to ground yourself in um, meditation. And so um, for those of you that are not going to see our little Instagram live, although we'll keep it up, but Kara has her feet flat and I have my feet flat. But before you um, close your eyes, I want you to um, pick a sacred geometry card. Oh my goodness, I haven't picked a card from you in a long time. That's one thing that the students really, they really love, just kind of tuning in with. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no, it's either that one or this one. Go ahead. You want to okay. see what it is? We'll give it. I've known you for a long time. So, oh, amazing. So, uh, Kara chose <laughs> the third wave and also surrender. So, two beautiful cards. And... So now we're going to go into meditation, and if you're listening in your car, don't close your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) 
So come into a comfortable seat. Begin to check in with your body. Inhaling and exhaling. Allowing a gentle breath. would like to set an intention for your meditation, you can. And it could be something so simple as having a peaceful heart or finding clarity within your breath. together with the breath, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and inhale, exhale. So now I want you to just imagine walking along a beautiful country road, beginning to check in with your surroundings, noticing how the summer air feels on your skin, allowing your mind to be clear, Imagine with every step you take on this road, you're continuing to ground your energy. And if you look up ahead, the road comes to a T. And as you make your way to the end of the road, I want you to take a moment and decide if you would like to step to the left, which is your past, or step to the right, which is your future. And the two cards that were chosen in this meditation was surrender so in your past, you're going to surrender to something. And in your future, you're going to make your way to that third wave. And that is just a cycle. So take a few moments and find your journey. So this would benefit you in your present. So if you are inquiring about something, you may want to move to the right, to the third way. And if you need to surrender to something of your past, make your way to the left. And coming back together with the breath, inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. And one more inhale. Exhale. Now regardless to which direction you have went, I want you to think of one question. And you want to ask yourself this question in a yes or no form. So take a few moments 
to allow your questions and be open to what your intuition has to offer you. Show up with your light and allow surrender for that third way. back together with the breath. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. And inhale. Exhale. And now I want you to tune in and if you didn't get an answer here or if maybe you got yes or yes and no now may not be the time so things sometimes have to evolve or pieces of the puzzle have to come together so you can set the intention to come back to this place just the way we came in you can listen to the podcast again. And be open and be present to whenever this answer is clear. Now coming back to the road, making your way back to where we began. you to notice that you're not walking alone. So take a moment to see who has shown up with you. So it can be someone that's here with you now that supports you in your life. It can be someone that's passed on just sharing your energy and supporting you. Or it could be an animal spirit totem. So another message for you. And beginning to tune back into your feet and grounding as we make our way back to where we began. Grounding with each step. Inhale. Exhale, inhale, exhale, and inhale, exhale. Now bringing your hands to your heart center. Continuing to allow grounding. Drawing your thumbs to your third eye, your place of intuition. And bowing forward in gratitude, love, and light. And then whenever you're ready, take your time to slowly open your eyes. Add a little bit I needed more that. <laughs> now I just want to, like, oh my god, I have to move for like five minutes, which is what I'm going to do off camera. Yeah. So, hey, thank you. You're welcome. But I just wanted to, you know, not that you have to share, but if you could just share, did you go to your past for surrender? Or did you go to your present for your third wave? Or did you do both? I did both. I kind <laughs> okay. of went off and it was almost like figure eighting and coming back around and just having some, what's the word, appreciation for, for both. 
Amazing. Yes. And so there are no rules in meditation. There are no rules. There are no rules. If I wanted to stand, I would have stood. If I wanted to lay down, I would have laid down. And, and in fact, we are like this just so we can still be seen. So right. you're not staring at just the butterfly and right. we're off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Yeah. Like, no, that was lovely. And I've done meditations with you a fair amount in the past. It was funny because... As soon as you took me out of the road, I was like, oh, don't go there again. In my mind, because I always went to the same place. And then it completely switched. <laughs> You're like, I just went with trying to control that yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm over that place. <laughs> I'm going to go to a different road. So, yeah, yeah, great. Thank you so much. Thank um, you. Were you able to get a clear answer? Or, you know, if you didn't, that's okay. I just want you to share with our listeners. Were you able to get a clear yes or no? I had a lot to say. Yes. I had a loud and clear yes, actually, which was surprising. But again, back to, because of what the question was, back to the intuitive messages, let it be yes, you know? Absolutely. And if you do get a yes, it's not you forcing a yes. No. It's you actually tuning in. So believe in your yes. Or if you get a no... Don't fight that either. Even if it's not something that you want, let it sit for a little while and maybe kind of revisit this place and ask why you got to know. Don't ignore it because there are no wrong roads, but some are a lot harder (laughs) and a lot longer. Yes. So, but I thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I feel like. I have a lot of great people in my very small circle, so you will see uh, reoccurring um, visits from Kara and um, some other people, so thank you so much. Yay, you're welcome, girl. Thanks for having me. Lovely space here, y'all, that you can't see unless you've been here and can't see it from... Oh, maybe I'll give away a little mini. Oh, sure. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. This is the MLC. And we just completed our podcast with Carabasco. And I will put up links to work with her if you feel inclined or a few of the other people that she has mentioned. Many blessings.